Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to The Virtue Signal. I'm Bill Whittle, and uh, this is my friend and associate co-host, uh, Alfonso Rachel. turns out that this week uh, we both done some traveling. I spent uh, two weeks in the uh, Wuhan weight loss clinic uh, and uh, was able to uh, you know, drop 15 pounds of unsightly fat from my face <laughs> and so on. And for those of you not familiar with the story, I've been down with COVID for about uh, two weeks, three weeks now, something like that. And our friend Alfonso Rachel has also gone on a journey. He decided to uh, go and, and, and move and, and live in a free country. And he's now in Fort Worth, Texas, instead of here behind the uh, behind the tofu curtain. Um, so, uh, Zoe, it seemed like uh, this might be a good time to talk not so much about travel, but maybe talk about gratitude. You know, um, one of the it's such a cliche. And I think this is one of the things I'm really going to try and accomplish, hopefully, with this episode is pushing through things that are so cliche, they're so, they're stated so often and so regularly that you don't hear them anymore. And one of the big cliches of, of all, and, and it's one of the biggest cliches is because it's so true. You don't really appreciate your health until you lose it. And as a guy who was really never sick in my life, I never got colds, never got flu, nothing ever. I was real sick, real, real sick for Two weeks at least. And I remember that in the middle of this blur, because it was just a blur, I had the same sensation that I'd had on two previous occasions in my life where I was in intense pain for about four or five hours. Now, this uh, two weeks with the, um, with the uh, un, you know, the unnamed virus of unspecified origin. Uh, that wasn't like an intense pain, but here was the experience that I had in all three cases. In all three cases, when I got to the middle of these things, I could not remember what it was like to not be in pain, or I couldn't remember what it was like to be healthy. And furthermore, I couldn't imagine what it would be like to be either out of this pain of kidney stones or whatever, or, or to be healthy again. And now that I am considerably healthier again, not 100% yet, but we're getting there, I find that I, find that I take so much better care of myself than I used to. Almost like, almost like, you know, sometimes people get sick and they don't get better. They, they live for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years with a chronic illness. That's not going to be the case for me. And that the severity of the shock, the, the seriousness of, of how sick I was and how long I was that sick really seems to have added a, a layer of gratitude uh, to my daily life that people who have been sick and lost their health talk about all the time, but now I'm finally gone through it. Well, I tell you what, man, it's good to see you back, Omega Man. That's what we're going <laughs> Did you say Omega Man? Oh, you know, Omega Man. Oh, that's awesome. You kicked us behind, man. Oh, that's awesome. Thanks, man. It's my, <laughs> yeah. one of my favorite movies. And you look great, too, man. It's like, uh, you, it looked like you started a diet craze, but we're going to call it COVID Keto. Like I, like I said, man, two weeks in the COVID weight loss clinic in China. I just <laughs> didn't have the, it's a fat farm. <laughs> Right on. Oh, well, okay, for me, I mean, I hear you, man. It's like, uh, I guess we kind of get the, um, I guess the luxury of not, you know, you know, getting sick. You know, people, you hear people all the time, you know, getting sick, getting a bug or under the weather. That's a great like point. That. Calling yeah, out a luxury. That's a great point. It, it does kind of, it's, it's maybe a privilege. I don't know. But, uh, you know, but thank you, God. It's like we're able to, you know, enjoy like a, a, a pretty fair degree of, of health and sometimes when but it makes me wonder sometimes because when something does become kind of uncomfortable it's really uncomfortable it's like ah, oh, i don't like this what is this i'm used to feeling great and i'm used to feeling good 
And um, now, let me let me spin it this way though. Um, my wife uh, is an acute asthmatic, right? And usually, like for me, like the most pain that I would feel is uh, after like you know my classmates, you know, uh, in in, uh, in in martial arts would get to stomping on me pretty good. Um, but you know, when you're wrestling around with these guys and you're fighting and stuff like that, the the, the things that my uh, and I, I attribute this a lot to my my martial arts training. Um, our instructor, he would teach us these conditioning exercises. And I remember uh, when I first started, man, I would get home and I would have bruises like everywhere. And, uh, and, and uh, <laughs> not to bring up a, a previous relationship or anything like this, this would get me uh, in trouble with my, my earlier girlfriend who'd be like, who is Sancha? I'm like, and she was Hispanic, right? Who is Sancha? Like, what are you talking about? What's up with all those hickeys? <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so now after dealing with my classmates, I had to fight her off, right? But anyway, um, I would have these bruises in my, and my instructors, okay, this is part of conditioning. We go through these breathing exercises, uh, you know, the Qigong, the Pranayama, you know, different uh, Eastern exercises. And then it came to a part where I could take these licks, man, it would leave no bruise on my body. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my, my stamina was better. Of course, you know, you would think that your stamina would be better and stuff like that. But not just my stamina, but I used to be a, a, a sickly kid. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I was, I was a sickly kid. Uh, after my, you know, when I got in my 20s, that, you know, like, that stuff kind of, like, stopped. Like I said, when I really picked up more on the martial arts training. Um, but, you know, allergies, oh, man, I was allergic to everything. I had to get the shots and, you know, all that sort of stuff. Um, but at any rate, I passed on these exercises that I was doing uh, to my wife, who would, I mean, you, she get a COVID, and, you know, you would think COVID would be really scary for us. But, you know, it's one of those things where, you know what, there's something, this is an attack on the world. This is, it's, it's, this is more than just some virus that got out. This is an attack. So yeah. we see it for what it is. But she used to have to go to the hospital, man. She just got a cold, man. It could put her in the hospital for like a month, Right. So I passed on these exercises to her, you know, um, you know, passing on, you know, um, you know, the different you know, body drumming exercises, you know, to, to stimulate the lymph nodes, get the immune system going, you know, yeah. tapping on that thymus gland and all that sort of stuff. You know, because when you're a kid, you got this nice big thymus gland. When you get older, it wears out. You have to rely on more common sense to keep yourself clean and not put yeah, stuff my, in your nose and stuff. My yeah. rotten 13-year-old nephew, who's actually the best kid in the world, mm. got sick too, and it took him about 24 hours, and he was just bouncing off the walls. Yeah. Just fine. Right. Oh, wait, give me that thing. <laughs> give me that thymus gland, kid. Give me, I want, <laughs> I want the organs, I want the blood, and I want the antibodies. Let's not mess around, I don't have time. Here's some money. That's right. Give it to Uncle Bill. Your dad, I don't understand. Um, but, but anyway, you know, so it's, it's that, in that sense, I'm very thankful that, you know, I was able to learn those things, and, you know, where I've been able to enjoy these kind of things, it was something that was learned for me. And I pass them. And now, um, you know, if, if a bug comes, she's able to fight that off like much better. We go through the regimen, go through the exercises and stuff like that. And it's, it's a totally big difference. But as the saying goes, at least you got your health takes on a whole new meaning, man. Don't it take sure your does. health for granted, you know. No, it sure does. And um, and my wife and I are both very sick together. And now we're both walking around and we're looking at each other several times a day going, you know, well, number one, we're together. Number two, we're vertical. It's about all you can really ask for, really. And I realized, you know, when you were talking that that for for modern Americans, being sick is like, oh, wow, I get a little story to tell at the very least at the water cooler. But for most of human history, there were just a couple periods, maybe a week or two where you actually were 
fully healthy and 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 pretty much sick all the time of 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 no matter what even even just things like just horrible nutrition you were just sick all the time and that gratitude is is the emotion i'm most interested in i want to talk to you about your whatever gratitude you might be feeling having moved to you know a free country <laughs> but one of the things that that is absolutely true and i don't think there's another emotion that matches this is that well in 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 the 12 step programs they say that you can't be grateful and unhappy at the same time and i thought yeah that's really really it and so for people who are chronically unhappy usually the best thing to do is not to hey, just be happy is 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 to get a sense of gratitude for the things that you that you got not so much thinking about the things that you don't have and that attitude, you know, that's what they said in these programs, that attitude of gratitude is not only healthy, it's actually healing, it's restorative. It, 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 it detoxifies you to be grateful for the things that are in your life all the time. And we've done so much talking about the destruction of things that we love and, and, and the dangers and, the, and all of these things that we can see coming. But at the same time, it wouldn't be a bad idea to be grateful for the fact that at least we still get to talk about these things, that, that our health is, generally speaking, for most people, extremely good, that we're not losing three out, four out of 10 children before they're a year old. Um, it's a hard, like I said, it becomes a cliche, and if, and, and if you Watching this episode, you're thinking, okay, yeah, I should, I should be grateful for my health. Yeah, okay. It, I'm, I'm trying to kind of punch through that. We lost a cat that we love very much back in July, and and for many years he would, you know, I'd be working in, at home and he'd be like, you know, meowing and want to get petted, and I'd start pissing on baby. Oh, hang on, and I just ignored him a lot. Um, and when he died, I found that my other cat. Whenever he comes up to me now, he instantly gets my full attention, instantly, because, because I'm grateful he's here and I, and I wasn't until I lost something that really mattered to me. And that's the weird thing about gratitude is that for most people, in order to get into this probably most positive emotional space there is to be grateful or grateful to God, grateful to your country, grateful to your forefathers, to your family, whoever, that in order to get to this probably healthiest emotional place that, that there is, you almost always have to go through something really, really awful. It does seem like, and man, that's, um, man, why do we have to, why do, why do we do, well, I know why we do it, but I guess it's more of a rhetorical question, but I'm, I'm going to say both, man. We, uh, we had two cats. Uh, we lost a donut and uh, man, that hurt real bad. And, and she was the same way. And it's like, always wanted our, well, she didn't always want our attention, but yes, yeah, she did. She did. And she deserved it too, man. And, um, and she deserved it too. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I know exactly what you mean. I, that rings a, a, a horrible bell. Yeah. You know, and, and it's like, sometimes it's like a hey, donut, look, you get the sport and get the spray bottle, okay? You got you got to let me think. I need to. I'd have those Jack Nicholson moments where I'm like, talk to you a second. Have you seen me doing this or this? <laughs> Do not come in here meowing at me, but yeah. but uh, you know, it, but we're kind of wired that way where we have to experience. We don't have to. It's just something that we do. Um, I mean, this even goes back even before Adam. Me, this goes to Lucifer himself. You know, it's like you, dude. Look at the position that you have. 
You were created with the position of position, man. You are the master at arms. You are the sergeant at arms of worship. You are the ones, you're the one to make sure that everybody is worshiping in truth. When I say worship, I'm talking about workmanship. You're the first, you're the first mate, you're second in command. Yes, man. What more could you possibly want? He asks rhetorically. (laughs) What what, what more could you, it's like looking at you, I mean, you got the hookup of hookups, right? And for some reason, this doesn't seem to be good enough for you. And I'm detecting, I I sense, God's like, I sense much butthurt in you, right? It's like there's something in you that's just not right. Oh, I know pride, right? I, I see iniquity in you. For some reason, you're coveting my throne. And from there, he passes the same thing on Adam and Eve, who have been given the ultimate upfront, man. It's like, man, I made you to represent me in nature, right? Yeah. You, you got it really good. Here are the world's best backstage passes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, but I guess they just had to find it. They had to lose. They had to lose this. They didn't have to. They just did. And, and we're the same way. I it's guess. human nature. It's human nature. And um, and that's and that's just that's the operative word right there, just like you said, girl, nature. And so that's what. The, oh, sorry, I was just going to say this yeah. really quick. And that's what God made us to represent Him in nature, the nature of all things, even the nature of bad decisions. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah you're going to have to go through all that because you represent me in nature. You don't have to make bad decisions. You can seek my counsel. You're going to tag me in, bro? Uh, no, I'm just going to go ahead and talk to the snake. Well, you want to do that, okay? <laughs> the reason I wanted to do this show, and we'll close with this, I guess, is because, like like you who are watching it now, this is the kind of thing you hear almost on a daily basis. And what I'm trying to do right now, and what I'd like Zoe to do as well, is to see if if we can punch through that. Yeah, of course, you know, of course you you, you value, of course you're grateful, and just kind of get through that kind of common wrote agreement with something that's so obvious. And, and and what I'm trying to do now is to see if in the course of this, just this brief episode, if I can punch through the, the, the sheer repetitive cliche aspect of it and get you to take a moment to really stop and look around and think about what you've got and think about what's not going to be there forever. And the answer to that question is everything, yeah. everything that is around you will not be there forever. Um, and and to see if if just through um, identifying the, the 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 flippancy that we have towards things like good health or decent food or you know a roof over our heads electricity antibiotics you know anesthetics I'm trying to punch through the kind of complacency that comes from a life that's so privileged it's unimaginable to any generation prior to ours. And I was wondering if you had any closing thoughts that might help people just have a, even if it's for five minutes after the show's over, to look around and, and, and just soak it up and ask what you could do better or what could you do right now that you would pay everything to do once it's gone. Indeed, man. You know, the, uh, the word talks about not grumbling. You know, we can have... It's it's amazing how we can see so many people who seem to have so much, man, but be so miserable. You know, it's it's a sad thing to see. Like when we see the tabloids in the grocery store, you know, this person's going through a divorce, this person's going through, it's like, wow, you guys, no, it's like the world is your oyster, you guys are still miserable. Yep. That's that pride, Bill. It's, it's, and, and we're wired to be prideful. 
more than mm-hmm. we ought to be grateful. Uh, it's taught like from elementary school, school pride. It's just like we're programmed to be prideful. And when that pride gets poked, we can turn into some miserable people. Um, but when you have an attitude of gratitude, like you said earlier, man, that's a, that's a, that's a whole different thing to try to break, you know, when you're speaking of like breaking through. But when you got that, man, it, it really grounds you. And when you, when you, when you're grateful to the one who is eternal, it makes you eternally grateful. And it's something that it's hard <laughs> for, to, to take that away from you. Um, you know, like when we, when, you know, we speak, we speak about, um, you know, the Exodus a lot. And, you know, talking about the Israelites, man, it's like, look what you guys got. It's like, yeah, that's like the ultimate ingratitude story ever (laughs) of all time. You know, look at what you got. Not only did, were you guys freed from Egypt, you left with those um, reparations. They left with the wealth of Egypt. Before God got done with Egypt, Egypt was like begging them to leave. Just get out. Here, yeah, take our food, take food, our, food yeah. falling from the sky. Yeah, right. well, you know, I don't take know if I really ju- like the sauce on this. <laughs> <laughs> right? Take our jewels, take our gold, take all. They left with the reparations of Egypt and we're still miserable. That attitude of gratitude wasn't there. So it's like, you know, you're right, Bill. Just take a look at what you have. You know, think about, you know, what you can do with it. And just like you said, you know, it, it, it doesn't last forever. You know, and, and that's that's no reason to take it for granted or to value it either way. But it's just, human nature. It's human nature. And don't don't fall into that position where it's like, oh, man, I wish. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's what I wish. I wish that everybody out there watching this could do just just take a moment and realize. Just take a moment and realize that all of the things that you see around you that you care about are transitory. And, and maybe they're transitory because you're transitory. You know, one of my favorite old sayings, it's just so dark. I just love it as, you know, when you lose a friend, when a friend dies, you lose a friend, but when you die, you lose all your friends. And, uh, and, and just keep that in mind. And it'll not only make you happier, if it makes you happier, then that makes the people around you happier. And if those people are happier, then society's happier. Strangely enough, that's how it works. You know, we kept constantly talking about national politics and all the damage that's coming from the top down. Happiness goes from the bottom up. And that's really just a decision that we make on a daily basis. Uh, speaking of which, uh, both of us are very grateful for the decision that people made pretty much exactly a year ago when we got a, a number of additional members that allowed us to bring Alfonso Rachel into into the mix. And um, that need is still there. And for those of you that made that decision, we're very, very grateful. And for those of you who may be watching the show who aren't members, if it's within your means, uh, you would certainly have to look a long way to find people who are more grateful for your $9.95 a month than we are, because we talk about it every single day. And it and it and and I should add as well. Uh, my personal gratitude for all of the well-wishing and prayers and so on. It's just overwhelming. It's the best hospital care I could ask for. That'll do it for this edition of The Virtue Signal Made Possible by the members of BillWhittle.com. We'll see you right here next week with me and my friend Alfonso. 